Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. But this is what it's going to take. And by God's grace and with God's strength, we're going to see something done for God, and we're going to get this man to Christ. They weren't deterred by the crowd. They weren't deterred by the naysayers. They said, we're going to serve God, and we're going to get this man to Christ. The Bible says that they uncovered the roof where he was, and so you see it a little bit better. And when they had broken it up, <laughs> I can only imagine, most of these roofs in this part of the country at that time were were like a thatch roof, and there were leaves, and there were mud, and there was a layer after layer. And I can just imagine them tearing, breaking the, pulling the tiles off and breaking that stuff up and the mess that was falling into the floor. By the way, sometimes you got to make a big mess before you can get something done. They made a big mess and they opened that roof and those four men, knowing this man needed to go to, needed to get to Jesus, they lowered him down. They, born of four. Look what the scripture says. Jesus saw. Verse number five, the Bible says, when Jesus saw their faith, their is plural. He's talking about those four. He didn't say when they saw his faith, the man of the palsy. He said when he saw their faith. I believe it was the man of the palsy. I believe it was the four men that dropped him through the ceiling. When God saw their faith, when Jesus saw it, their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, Thy sins be forgiven thee. What happened? Their faith was rewarded. Oh, my. If we as God's people will trust God to do great things, change lives, I believe our faith will be rewarded. I want that so badly. I believe our faith will be rewarded. Their faith, the sick of the palsy, the men that brought him. God did a great work. What did Jesus say? <laughs> if Jesus says these words to you, and if you're saved today, he has. Here's something you can just put you on shouting ground, as the old preacher said. The Bible says in verse number 5, Son, Jesus looked at this man sick of the palsy, and he said, Son, that's not insignificant. Jesus says, Son, you know, there's only two people I call son. You know why I call them son? Because I'm their father. They're mine. They're my boys. And they mean a lot. They mean a lot to me. I'm sorry to say it, but they mean more to me than most anybody else. Why? Because I'm their daddy. And folks, I want you to know something. Jesus Christ looked down on me as a child. When I put my faith in Him, and He called me Son. Hallelujah. And you too. Son. 
I'm a child of the king. Hallelujah. Son. And God, in love, sees the masses of people that are all around us that need the Lord and need the Savior. And He desires with His heart, with His whole heart, to be able to call them sons and daughters and have that father relationship. We need to bring people to Jesus. We need to do the work of the Lord. Not only did he call him son, but he said, Son, the one thing that separates me from God is my sin. He says, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? He didn't, the first thing he said was not, Take up thy bed and walk. You see, he dealt with the matter that was most important. It wasn't the fact this man was palsied, but that his sin separated him from God and prevented him from having everlasting life in the presence of Jesus Christ in heaven. Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Hallelujah, it's wonderful. Look what the next word in the Scripture says. One little three-letter word. Verse number six. But, you know what just drives me crazy? I'm telling you, this is a scene. You've seen it, right? The stuff falling out of the roof. Four men on the ceiling, lowering a man in his bed down to the ground. And the very Son of God, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, look at this man and this faith and There's a miracle of salvation. I mean, it's shouting time. God saved that wretched soul. But, but, who do we meet up with? The scribes. Who are the scribes? Well, the scribes were a group of people who rightfully had the the job, the duty of managing some things in the synagogue. This was a group of guys who looked down their self-righteous nose and disregarded all that God had done. The Bible says, but the scribes. The scribes and the Pharisees all through the ministry of Christ gave him great grief. And no doubt did a great injustice to so many people who had put their confidence in what they knew. The Bible says, but there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. They discredited Christ, and they reasoned in their hearts. I'm a very analytical, one plus one equals two kind of guy. I really am. But may we never be guilty of discrediting what God can do through faith. May we never be guilty of discrediting what God wants to accomplish. May we not be so foolishly, practical, that we fail to put our faith in Christ and expect Him for miraculous things. Jesus is still in the miracle-working business. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there, reasoning in their hearts, Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? 
Immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they would so reason within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. You know what happened? There was two or three guys. We're talking about a crowd of people. You remember, we can't see over the door. See what's going on. And there's two or three people in the whole crowd, the scribes, but certain scribes. He said, who said to Jesus, you're blasphemous. Who said to Jesus, this can't be done. He said to Jesus, uh, I don't think so. Smarty pants, know-it-alls, faithless. Here's something that you just got to come to grips with. There's killjoys in every group. But may we not be deterred. May we not be deterred. May we not be those people, first of all, that are faithless and cold-hearted and have no burden or zeal to do the work of God and see God do great things. May we not be that person. But also, may we learn from the Lord. You know what? Those four men, they knew about those scribes, and they'd heard the rumors about Jesus. They said, we don't care what anybody says. This man needs Jesus. And Jesus, before they said a word, Jesus perceived in his heart that they were reasoning in theirs. <laughs> you know what Jesus did? Oh man, let's not, let's not upset the scribes. That's not what he said at all. He was not deterred, and he moved forward. And he accomplished the work that God had given him to do <laughs> as the very Son of God. And you know what happens at the end of this day? At the end of this day, a man that was helpless, hopeless, and lost stands to his feet for the first time in who knows how long, rolls up his bed, sticks it under his arm, and walks out of their hole. Man, that's awesome. Here's the greatest news. That's what Jesus still wants to do in the hearts and lives of people. And there are thousands of them in just a couple miles of our church. And there are thousands of them within just a couple miles of your house. God wants to do something great. God wants to do something great. I wonder... Will you be a they? Will you be a they and say, I'm going to look on people with soul vision and I'm going to do whatever it takes with my life that God has given me to bring people to Christ. Will you be a they? I beg you, be a they. Be a they. If you're tempted to be a bah humbug, Scroogey type scribe. 
Ask God to give you faith. Ask God to give you vision. Ask God to work in your heart. Ask God to help you to be the kind of Christian that wants to see God do something. And God work and use you. You know what? He will. And today, finally, if you're here and you say, I don't know for sure if I were to die today, I'd spend eternity in heaven. There's a lot of talk about what's going to be in heaven. I spoke to a group of men in Tennessee last night at a wild meat game night. They wanted some redneck preacher to come, so I came. And uh, I told those guys, I said, you know, I've spent a lot of time sitting around a campfire and having conversations with people, talking about heaven. You know, you have those kind of conversations every now and then. What's going to be in heaven? I asked those guys that's in East Tennessee, so they're all UT fans and they hate Alabama. I said, I said, do you guys think that Alabama fans will be in heaven? <laughs> I believe so, Ralph. I really do. They're not so sure, but uh, I asked them, I said, do you think there's going to be deer hunting in heaven? I don't know. But I'll tell you something. The most important question you could ask yourself is not what's going to be in heaven or what are we going to do in heaven, but am I going to be in heaven? Are you going to be in heaven? If you don't know that for sure, oh, I beg you, let me or Philip or my wife or Miss Linda or Terry or a whole host of folks, Doug, let's take God's Word and show you how you can know for sure that you'll be in heaven. Oh my, it's the greatest decision I ever make to decide to follow Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chai Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chillhowie Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.